0: The piece is called Psychedelia for Symphony Orchestra. I wrote the piece over about a six month period, so it's quite a substantial piece. It's about seventeen minutes. In many ways it's quite an abstract piece of music. It's not really a narrative piece. It's Psychedelia, the title um I really liked the title for a start, just as a as a word. I thought it was quite striking, but um Psychedelia has lots of references. I mean, it obviously has references to a kind of music culture of the 1960s, um, a drug culture mainly associated with the 1960s and a sort of subculture of people associated with that time. In a way, there are sort of maybe subtle references to some of those things, but it's not really about that. It's about the idea that um, psychedelia, if you look up a dictionary definition, talks about altered states of mind um, being outside of yourself hypnosis hypnotic patterns all these sort of ideas about really um freeing your mind I suppose and and for me you know as a composer um, and as a, as a listener to music that's really something that I really appreciate in music where you can reach a point where it takes you somewhere else, where you you are kind of outside of yourself. It's very difficult to do as a musician and as a composer. It's a really it's a, it's probably a very lofty thing to try and achieve. But I, I like the the ideal of that, and it does happen on occasion. So so this this idea of an experience where you you're taken completely outside of yourself, and for for maybe just a moment, nothing else matters. So it's it's maybe quite a romantic notion. But I'm not really talking about drugs, as it might sound like. I'm talking about this, this this more natural experience, maybe, that music can provide. If anyone knows any of my other music, that might know some kind of high-energy stuff, quite rhythmic. And, and in a way, this piece is gentler, because the last orchestra pieces I've done have been quite punchy, sort of full-on affairs. And this piece is a much slow, much slower kind of burner, let's say, and it it's very much about using the whole orchestra in a very kind of lush orchestration, and and this idea of kind of kind of trying to develop a hypnotic effect in the music. So so it's not really referencing other musics as such. It's definitely a more abstract sound world than some other pieces I've written. Sometimes there's a perception that writing slow slower music is somehow easier than writing fast music because maybe there isn't as much action as obvious action at least so but actually it's it's just as difficult if you're dealing with structure and time and 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 trying to pace things and for me pacing and music's really important whether it's slow or fast or loud or quiet pacing is a sort of really really important thing the right moment to do the right thing and try and bring oneself along with the music as a listener another common misconception I come across sometimes certainly with teaching is that the orchestra is like some sort of pinnacle that you write for, and it's the most difficult thing somehow to write for, maybe. But actually, I think that's not the case because with orchestra you have a huge color palette, and once you figure out how things work, um, it's it, you, you know if the orchestra is a good orchestra, the, anything you do sounds good. <laughs> so the question is is how to do something uh, that might that might that might somehow make the orchestra sound a bit different or make it inhabit a slightly different world so so for me every normally when i write an orchestra piece certainly the last two or three that i've done i'm i'm, I'm really specifically thinking of a sound world that i'm going to inhabit i'm not trying to do everything with the orchestra i'm not trying to put the kitchen sink in i'm trying to think what what is this piece going to do and what will that sound like so so there's a very specific orchestration. So in this piece, there's there's a lot of open strings on the stringed instruments, for example, which gives a very specific sound, a very open sound, a very resonant sound, and and harmonics and things. So it's about in, in, in inhabiting a certain world and really exploring that world and, and trying to... I suppose in some ways you're kind of making a statement, this is the thing that I'm doing with this piece. I'm not trying to show off. I'm just doing this thing and... and try and push that as far as you can. I'm not saying I'll never go back to, to something a bit more dramatic like that or or, or um, that, that exploits all the possibilities of the orchestra, but I, for me it's about the piece and each piece has its own sort of logic and I prefer to explore that logic within, a, within each piece at the moment anyway. The great thing about sitting and listening to a reasonably substantial piece of music and spending that time with it and really listening is that you you do enter a sort of different state because you're giving yourself time to sit there and do that like you might i suppose if you meditated or if you went for a run or or a cycle you're creating a space to to not think about other things in the world maybe i mean those other things enter your head of course but you you're 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 really creating a space where you're focusing on something um for better or worse you know and and that, and that experience is something i'm interested in it's not it's not the sort of you know the, 30, the internet culture of, you know, listening to thirty seconds of something and deciding you don't like it and then moving on to the next thing, which we've kind of entered into. I'm maybe rather old-fashionedly still interested in spending quite long periods <laughs> of time focusing on something, and and for me that's important in many ways. Psychologically, that's important, and it's important musically. I think it's it's kind of a fact that you need to you need like anything, you need to train your ear or your eye to be able to digest things and make sense of them. And I mean, I remember when I started out as as a as a composer and certainly as somebody who who listened to music in a more inquiring way. You know, I, I found it very difficult to listen to long pieces. I hadn't developed the ability to do it and and I think one has to develop one's ear. You you become accustomed to things through doing it, um, the same way you might you might not feel a particularly thick book, very appealing, unless you read a lot. It, it, you know, you, you kind of think, oh, God, I'm never going to get through that. But um, the more you read, the more it seems less daunting. And I think you know, we, we all, we we can't take it for granted that somebody's going to come in with no experience and listen to a one-hour piece of music or whatever and find it very easy, because they're probably not, because they're not in training for it. I mean, when I grew up, there was no internet, so I had no choice. So you just went with it, and you did it, and you developed your kind of, your ear. I think every musician has to develop their ear, though, you know. Just like every artist has to develop their eye, you know. And and it's 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 just a skill in life that's that's really important. So I just got rid of my smartphone. I don't have a smartphone anymore because I don't want to be on the internet very often. So I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in making pieces of art that I think work, and uh, as best it can. And and in. In, in, in the experience the full experience um, of music and life not staring at a screen